Hello, bimbos and himbos. Welcome to episode three of the Bimbo Manifesto. My name is Fiona, also known as Fifi, or even better known as G's Get Lonely 2 on all platforms. And I'm just here to teach you bimbuality. I'm here to teach you bimbofication, but I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm calling it Fifi-fication, okay? It's Fifi-fication for now on. Um, I'm rebranding. I love bimbofication. I love being hot, but it's going to be Fifi-fication because I feel like I'm just in a whole other episode. And listen, guys, like, I know I've been lacking on episode three for literally months. Like, I'm so sorry. I've literally been lacking. Like, literally, I think for months. And you guys have been saying, where's the episode? Where's the episode? Okay. You guys bullied me enough. I'm, I'm recording the episode now. And for those who aren't on my live but are listening to the podcast, I'm also on live because you guys know I love my lives. Like if I could make TikTok with just lives, I would. But whatever. I've been so lazy and I've just been so busy being a hot bitch. But, you know, I just haven't had the most time. But I'm promising going to be more consistent. I'm going to put more episodes. I have a lot to say. A lot of shit's been going on in my life. And yeah, so as I'm recording this, guys, I don't know the episode. I don't know what the episode is going to be called. I'm going to let my live decide, but it's either going to be called 30K Millionaires or the Pink Lemonade Bandits. And let me tell you guys, these are my two biggest pet peeves. So I'm going to be talking about both these types of men because I do not like, no, no, no. I do not like these Pink Lemonade Bandits. They're too fucking sassy. They're zesty. These men are getting too sassy, y'all. They're getting too zesty. They want to drink their their pink lemonade. They want to drink the freaking espresso martinis. They want to gossip all day. They want to all day. They want to gossip. I don't like these pink lemonade bandits. These men are too sassy. They're too sassy. But what I like, what I dislike even more. And they go out for brunch. Someone on the live said they go out for they go out for brunch. They sip on their espresso martinis. They drink their pink lemonade. They gossip. They try to run women out their pockets. They're always trying to get they always trying to get women to treat them like a bad bitch. They want to get taken out. They want to get slutted out. They want the drinks paid for them. They drink their pink lemonade with their homeboys and gossip all day. What next? What is a zesty man? Who are the pink lemonade bandits? Who are they? Who are these espresso martini sipping, gossiping dudes? That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. They, they're, they're messy. They're zesty. They want to be taken out. They want to be fly, flown out. They want to be treated like bad bitches. They want to get slutted out. They go out and look like whores. They do motherless behavior with their chains and their Mary jeans and their dear oats and their little tattoo sleeves. And they're usually broke. So that's what a zesty man is. And you can't enjoy lemonade in peace. No, a pink lemonade is a sassy drink. It's sassy. Espresso martini is a sassy drink. A vodka crayon and a margarita, that's sassy. It's sassy, it's zesty, and I don't like it. And they always got an attitude. They always got an attitude, and they're always trying to run in your pockets. That's the thing. And they flex. They're so, they're so happy. They're chatty patties. They're like, oh my god, I'm a bad bitch. I'm a seedy girl. I finessed her out her pockets. Yay. Yay. 
She paid for my parking. I'm a city boy. Yay, future relations. Yes. Yes. Kevin Samuels. Yes. Espresso Martini. Yes. I'm a bad bitch. I pose. I pose on Instagram with a filter. I felt I I post mirror selfies every day. Yay! Yay! I post I post quotes. I post quotes subtweeting girls all day. Yay! Oh my god! I love Kevin Samuel. Woo! Be a man. Be a man. My mom. My mom was a queen. Yeah, I disrespect every woman in my life. I just write everyone in my life. Yay. Justin LaBoy. He's spitting. He's spitting. Yay. Woo. Woo. These girls just want my pockets. Even though I'm a homosexual and I don't got a job. They want my pockets. I'm a city boy. Woohoo. Yay. I'm going to gossip. And I'm going to cause issues. Yay. 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 That is so fun. Yay. Females. Females are not funny. DJ Academics is facts. Yay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go gossip. I'm gonna go gossip. <laughs> With my homeboys. <laughs> it's so funny. I I fuck I touched her inappropriate. I had sex with her. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. You look like a whore. No. No. Motherless behavior, homosexuals, whores, whores. It's getting gross, it's getting weird. They're drinking espresso martinis. They're drinking espresso martinis and margaritas and they got an attitude and they're gossiping with their homeboys. It's getting weird. They're pillow talking with girls and they're getting ex they're getting excited to hear the tea. Oh my god. Oh my god, which one of your friends which your fr which one of your friends talked to an NBA player? Oh my gosh, she he's going to an NBA after party. Can you get me a ticket? I want to meet the NBA players. I want to be there. I want to be at the NBA after party. I want to be in their booth. I'm going to go in the booth and not buy any bottles. And I'm going to drink bottles. I'm going to let them pour it in my mouth. I'm going to let another man Pour it in my mouth and be a bad bitch. Woo! Yes, girl. Get it, girl. Material girl. City boy. City boy's up. I love Kevin Samuel. Shut up! Shut up! Don't you want to be a girl so bad? You are not a fucking girl. You are a man. Stop a key keying with your homeboys. Stop it! It's weird. It's getting weird, and I don't like it. Yeah, they'd be recording you on dates. No. I'm done. I'm so tired. Stop. Stop being zesty. Be a man. Stop being sassy. Stop having an attitude. Stop beefing with girls all the time. It's weird. Stop dressing to impress. You're dressing to impress your homeboys. Your homeboys. Not even the bitches. You go into their section, there's 30 men there. And they're all drinking out the bottles. No. When you talk to a man, pretend you have beef. Pretend you have tea. Watch fucking, they start giggling. They're like, oh my God, I want to know the tea. I want to know the tea. Shut up. You are so sassy. You're so messy, sis.
you're messy, sis. And that's why you be drinking the freaking pink lemonade and sipping on the espresso martini like nobody's business. A Kiki King with your friends. Yeah. Anyway, but what I don't like are the 30K millionaires. Do y'all know what the 30K millionaires are? Because there's a lot of them and I've been peeping them. I've been peeping them. Okay, listen, y'all. Don't be calling me classes and all this because I know how TikTok is. I know how y'all are. Y'all are so sensitive. These are the men that just be working regular jobs, okay? That's fine. I love a nine-to-five man. I love a regular man, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. Don't be saying that all these women just want you for your pockets. Okay, you got, you got your card repoed. Okay, you got your card repoed. You still live in your girlfriend's grandma's basement. You're a hobosexual. You only date girls because you need a place to live. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. And they're the they're the sassy ones because they don't actually have a job. That's the crazy part. They don't got a job. And that's why they always are trying to act like bad bitches. They're always trying to act like bad bitches. They want to be taken out. They want to be slutted out. And they're trying to run these women out their pockets. They're trying to get these women to pay their bills as if they're a bad bitch. They're posing on Instagram. They're going out. They look like whores, by the way. They go outside. They look like whores. They're doing motherless behavior. Okay? It's really gross. And I'm not liking it. I'm not liking it. So I had to talk about it because they want to be bad bitches so bad. They want to be, they want to, hey, sis, sis, you need to stop. You really need to stop. But listen, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Let's get into how you could avoid these scrubs, how you could avoid this shit in relationships, because trust me, y'all, like, I know. I know. So, listen, I don't know about you guys, but not many things stress me out. Not many things stress me out in life. I'm actually a very chill person. I think I have one of the best, like, chillest lives. Like, for real. Like, I know that sounds cocky, but it's whatever. But I don't know why the universe or the or God literally made me attracted to men. Because now I need to suffer. Now I need to suffer... But, and now I have to make these rules so everyone else doesn't suffer. And I'm going to just tell y'all what I do. So I just don't even have to deal with their bullshit. Rule number one. Don't add them on socials. Don't. Don't. Because what happens is you're going to show them that they're 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 better than you by constantly looking at who they're following constantly comparing yourself to the ig models you're gonna constantly look at their snap score and it's just like first of all like you are single like you shouldn't even be stressed about that and i just don't even give a fuck what you gotta post on socials like i'll add you once we're in a relationship and once i know you're not lame because one thing about social media is it really turns me off like you could be like the coolest guy in person but if you act lame if you act like a lemonade pink lemonade bandit in like online or you act like a 30k millionaire online like it really turns me off so i just i don't even want to see what you have to post on socials it just adds so much unnecessary stress and trust me y'all like 
it's just not worth it. The stress is not worth it. But focus on building the connection because if you add them on socials and you're already going right into and digging of who the fuck their ex is and this is that, like, you're literally going to start the relationship being insecure. And that's just, like, it's not necessary. Like, you should just learn to be confident on your own and you don't need to compare yourself. You don't need to compare yourself to all that. So stop adding them on social. Stop checking for their Snap score. Stop looking at their Instagram following. It's not worth it, y'all. And actually, it adds more mystery to yourself. So don't even add them. Getting in to rule number two of rules of implication in relationships 2022. Don't save their number. Don't save their number. Save their number when they prove themselves, okay? Because, listen, I don't even want to know. Like, I just feel like their number, like, having their name, like, sticks in your mind. Like, it literally sticks in your mind. And so, I don't know. Like, I just feel the need that, like, don't even save their number because if you constantly see their name... I feel like it makes your brain remember your name more. And then, especially if they have a common name, you're going to go out. And when you see the name, you're going to constantly thinking about them. And when it comes to relationships, like, it's nice to think about the person you like. But it's just, like, constantly thinking about them actually is just not it. Okay? Like, I don't save people's numbers at all. I don't save it until they prove themselves. And I don't give a fuck if their feelings are hurt. You're not getting, as soon as I saved a guy's number, they start acting up for some reason. And you constantly wait for them to text or call. So what I do is I literally, I don't save their number. Each time we're done our conversation, I'll literally delete the chat. I'll delete the chat. I mute their notifications. I don't give a fuck. Like, I just don't care because I don't want to constantly be thinking about them. I don't want them to constantly be in my head. I don't want to constantly be rereading our messages and be like, oh, like, what did he mean that by that? Why did he mean by that, though? Like, it just, like, it causes so much overthinking, and you're constantly thinking about them, and it's just so unnecessary. So, stop saving their numbers. You can save their number once they prove that they're actually worth it. But other than that, don't bother, okay? Rule number three is to not look through their phone. Don't do it. And you know what, guys? I, I, I've done this, I've done this multiple times and I just like, it's, it was sad because I found out the truth and you might feel like it's necessary, but I promise you, I promise you it's just not worth it because you will find out a little too much. You'll find out a little too much and it's just like, just don't do it. The universe is going to tell you what is going on eventually because guys like that that are actually unloyal like they'll it'll never be able to they'll never be able to like work because they'll never be able to hide it so like promise you like when you look through a phone and like sometimes they have like videos of them like doing inappropriate things you they have like text messages that are inappropriate like it'll drive you crazy even if you were to like DM someone as a woman, don't ask for details because I promise you it's going to hurt. Don't even ask for details. Just say, are you talking to him? Yes or no. 
And if they say yes, move on. Like, don't even ask for details. Like, I don't, like, I don't want to know. I don't really want to know. Like, and looking through your phone is just unnecessary. Because listen, guys, I'm going to admit to myself, especially the homebodies, I'm going to admit to myself, like, I went through phones before and like, sometimes I didn't even find anything. And then I'm like, oh, but like, they must have just deleted it. You know what I mean? Like, if you are feeling like you have to look through somebody's phone, that's all you need to know. Like, that's all you need to know. Just don't. Just don't. Somebody asked, what about the homebodies? Don't let these men trick you. Somebody, sorry, for everyone listening to my podcast, somebody asked, what happened to the homebodies? These homebodies have hoes at their house too. So I don't know. Don't let them do that. Because listen, I, my last ex, I got posted every month. I got posted every month. He did not go out. He was still living with a whole other woman. He still was in a whole other relationship. He literally had three other relationships. So it doesn't matter if they're homeboy or out. They're still going to be hoes. So it really doesn't matter. Like, but again, like the truth will come to light. It'll mess up eventually. Looking through your phone is just so unnecessary. And it is like an invasion of privacy. And you may search way too far and see shit from like way long ago. But if you feel like you have to do it, that you have to look through your phone, don't even bother. Because if someone's acting sus, if someone's acting weird, then that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. So stop looking through phones. Rule number four, be a damsel in distress. And this is especially for my, this is obviously for my women. This is especially for my black women and my racialized women. Be a damsel in distress. You do not have to be the strong, independent woman all the time. Be in your feminine energy and let these men help you. Let them do stuff for you. Let them buy you. Let them take you out. Do it. Let yourself be in receiving and don't be afraid to ask for stuff. Like, it's just crazy because, like, I feel like a lot of people are so scared to ask because they're going to feel so needy. But it's not needy, y'all. It's really not. Because closed mouths don't get fed. They don't get fed. If you don't ask, it's never going to happen. And I hate, I really hate the motion of, oh, but if they wanted to, they would. How the fuck do they know? How the fuck do they know? Men love doing stuff for the woman. Even the men that may not be millionaires. If a man fucks with you, he will do anything to make you happy. If, and you just have to ask in such a feminine way and they won't mind. If they fuck with you, they will do anything for you. Anything. I promise you. It doesn't even matter. It's not even about money. It's about helping you when you're when you need them. Right? Men are never afraid to ask for stuff, especially the zesty ones. No, 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 no. Especially the zesty ones. But again, I don't like the zesty ones. They're so they act like bad bitches, but anyway. Men have you ever seen a man afraid to ask for what he wants? They they will ask. They will constantly ask. Like if they are not like Men have, like, a power over this. I don't know, like, why, but don't be afraid to ask. Be in your feminine energy. Don't be a damsel in distress. I can't open this door. It's too heavy. Oh, my God. It's too heavy. I need you to open it for me. 
oh my God, I can't, I, I don't know how to breathe when you're not around. I need you to come. I miss you. I need you to take me out. I need you to take me out. Please, please. I, I need you. Let them feel needed. Be in your feminine energy. I, even if it's extra, be a girl. girl. Be a girl. Sorry, podcast. Someone said, you seem traumatized from the zesty men. This zesty man in particular, who I know is going to listen to this live, is the reason why I hate these zesty men. But listen, I'm not going to lie to you guys. He did a lot for me, but he just got too zesty. But again, it's all about, I realized that a lot of the times I just didn't ask. As soon as I got into relationships, I started asking. I said, I love dates. I love dates. I want to go on a date. I, I, I do like take me out and they do it. I said, I love gifts and I deserve nice things. I deserve nice things. And as soon as you put yourself like that and put your energy out there that you deserve it, guess what? They're going to, they're going to do it for you. So be a damsel in distress. Let people do things for you. You deserve the world. Okay. Rule number four. Answer, when someone asks, what's your type? What's your type? Answer really vaguely because I'm going to tell you guys this. If you start telling your type, they're going to do it for you. Okay. They're going to do it for you for about mm, five weeks, maybe less. They're going to do it for you. Oh, number five. What's number five? Yeah, this is number five. I already did one, two, three, four. This is rule number five. Sorry, guys, this is rule number five. But listen, when you say what's your type, I say, I know it when I see it. I know it when I see it. And don't be telling them all the shit your ex did and that you bought your ex a condo and he cheated on you with your cousin and her best friend. Because guess what? He's going to be like, say less. Say less. Like, especially these zesty men, because men are too lemon zesty. They're going to say, perfect, I'm a homosexual, I'm a proud homosexual, and I love being taken out and be treated like a bad bitch, so I know this bitch is stupid, so since I'm a zesty man, I'm going to use her now, because I know she's able to, because listen, because if you start telling them all that, they're going to know what to ask for and what not to. You, you put it. So when you ask what's your type, say, I know it when I see it. Don't be telling them how your ex did you dirty. They do not give a fuck personally, first of all. They're just going to use it against you. And again, it's protecting you against these zesty, zesty, sassy, pink lemonade bandits. These espresso martini sipping bandits. All right. So yeah, don't even bother with that. Rule number six. And this is something that may take a while to see, but listen, when somebody asks what, when someone asks what you're, what's your insecure, what are you insecure about? Don't tell them what you're insecure about. Okay. Don't be saying, oh my God, like I need a nose job and I'd be getting lip fillers and I'm insecure about, first of all, they do not give a fuck. Okay. Tell them you're insecure about your earlobes. Be like, yeah, like, I always have my, my hair because I'm insecure about my earlobes. I'm insecure about my knees. When people make fun of it, like, I get so insecure. 
I'm gonna tell you why. Sorry for y'all who are actually insecure about your earlobes or knees, but listen, you're gonna wait. You're gonna wait. And they're gonna say they're gonna use it against you. If they use it against you, you know never to be vulnerable with them again. And then when they say, Yeah, your earlobes are fucking huge. They're huge and your knees look like baby faces. You're gonna know never to be vulnerable with them. In fact, you need to cut them off because they're using your insecurities against you. So I am tell them you're insecure about your earlobes or knees. And I'm I'm being dead serious. It sounds like a joke. It sounds like a joke. Watch if they start making fun of you. Watch if they start making fun of you with it. Because I've told people my insecurities before, and suddenly they made fun of it. As soon like they 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 tried it. They 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 tested the temperature. They tested the temperature. Don't do it. You're insecure about your e your earlobes. You're insecure about your knees. You're not insecure about anything else. Okay, so this is a test for them to see who the manipulative men. No, no, no. It's not that's just it's not just manipulative. Someone said I was being manipulative. Listen, this is to see the the other manipulation the men who are manipulative. Because listen. If you tell men your insecurities and they use it against you, say you have a dry scalp, say that you have fucking dandruff, say you have, you're insecure about your earlobes, say you're insecure about your knees, say you hate the way your belly button looks, say something that you're not actually insecure about that will not affect you in any way and watch if they use it against you and that's how you know. That's how you know. Just say it and see what happens. Rule. Number seven, don't ask about other women or other men. Like I said, never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> don't ask about other women. And I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't. Because listen, if you are feeling, if you are feeling suspicious about a woman and you start asking, you start asking, listen, y'all, listen, y'all. I'm going to tell you why. They're just going to get better at hiding her. They're going to get better at hiding her. And it's just, it's not worth it. And I feel like whenever you ask about a woman, like if you're like, cut her off, block her, block her, block her. I, I don't like her. You need to get her off. Like she's ruining a relationship. Guess what? Men notice who you're intimidated by. And if they're manipulative enough, they're going to, they're going to use triangulation they're going to try use triangulation. So, they're, yes, they're either going to hide her or use her to make you jealous. Because, listen, they're going to use triangulation. And she, she, he, she, she might not even know that she's part of it. Sometimes, sometimes she does. And those are the side chicks. And side chicks go to hell. Because that's where you're going. You're going to hell. If you know you're a side chick, you're going to hell. And you know who I'm talking about because I'm talking about you. I'm talking about you. You know who I'm talking about. Because I know you're going to listen to this. You're going to hell. But listen, this is what triangulation is. Triangulation is men will put two girls to each against each other. And they'll, they'll play both sides. But sometimes the third person doesn't know. Sometimes the third person doesn't know that they're, that they're part of the situation. And so the guy will start being like, oh yeah, like she's really pretty. She'll he'll start mentioning her casually in stories, start mentioning more. And the more you're insecure about it, 
the more he's gonna say, I know how to control her now, I know how to fuck her head, and he might not even be fucking with her, but he's gonna love the fact that you are jealous. You're gonna be jealous of her. And guess what? You're gonna start beefing with this girl. You're gonna start resenting. You're gonna be like, fuck that girl, like whatever. You're gonna start throwing subs. And then she's gonna start saying, why is she mad at me? Why is she throwing subs at me? And then you guys are gonna start beefing. And guess what? The only one that's winning is the man, the zesty pink lemonade bandits. Again, because it's the pink lemonade bandits that keep doing this. Because they're messy. They wanna be, they wanna do this. They want problems. They like it. The pink lemonade bandits, the espresso martini sipping ones. Because listen, they love the drama, they're insecure. Okay, they're messy. They want triangulation. They don't want people to beef. And listen, sometimes, again, sometimes a girl does know, but other times she'll they'll go to both girls and say, yeah, she's jealous of you. She's talking shit about you. She's doing this and that. And guess what? He's still messing with both of y'all. And not even both of y'all, but her and her and her. My man is my man and your man and her man too. It's triangulation. Don't be falling for it. As soon as you start competing with these men, as soon as you start feeling insecure, just exit yourself. Don't it's don't be messing with that Olympic ass man. This is not the Olympics. It's not the Olympics, y'all. This is not the freaking 200 meter sprint. You are not using Bolt. These are not the Olympics. Why are you competing? This is what you're going to say to him. This is the script. This is what you're going to say to him. Listen. Listen, I do not want to be involved with someone that's involved with other people. If you like her, let me know so I could you could be who you really want to be with. If you like her, if you like her, let me know so I could leave. Okay? And don't let these men be messy. Don't let them. If he starts being mean to you because of this girl, because that's what he's doing. Let them trick you. Do not let them trick you, y'all. Because listen, these men will not are not afraid to play all sides. It's not even two sides anymore. It's five sides because it's triangulation. They will tell you, she I don't fuck with that girl. She ugly, she a hoe. Then go to the next girl and say, yeah, she's the one who said all that. She's jealous of you. It's triangulation. Don't let these zesty men trick you they're me they're messy don't let them do that anymore we're done we're done messing with these zesty sassy men because they want to be girls they want to gossip we're not going to do it no more okay we're not doing it no more next question 30k millionaires also gotta go okay 30k millionaires gotta go because they're the ones trying to be like bad bitches they're posting selfies on Instagram. They add a filter too. That's the crazy part. The crazy part is they be adding the filters and posing on Snapchat, on Instagram, trying to be bad bitches. They want to be flown out. They want to get taken out. They want to get slutted out. They're outside looking like hoes. They're blowing shisha smoke on, on Snapchat and posing. Posing. And don't be tricked because most of these people with all the jewelry, with all the jewelry, guess what, y'all? Guess what? That shit is not bought full off. 
they will be paying that shit off for the next 10 years. And that's not even an exaggeration. Because their watches are prices of fucking Lambos. And the problem is with these watches is they could easily go get it. They could easily go get it. But they don't have to pay up front. They just do month they do payments and they'll be paying that shit off for 10 years. They don't got a house. They don't got a house. They just spend it on bottles. They spend it on bottles, spend it on jewelry. They don't got shit. They're homosexuals. But whole time in real life, they're trying to get girls to take them out like the little bad bitches they are. So don't don't fall out. Don't fall for these 30k millionaires. Don't be falling for these for these freaking lemonade pink lemonade bandits because i am tired of them okay these are the two worst men right now and it seems to be the most popular and i'm tired of it so it needs to stop rule number eight don't perceive them don't perceive them all right don't be always reading his his freaking body language and doing all this just don't because listen as soon as you start constantly asking are you okay you haven't you haven't texted me back you haven't texted me back you told me you were gonna call me back you told me you're gonna call me back at this time why didn't you do that why are you acting why are you acting like this he's gonna be like all right sis now i know how to fuck with your head and I'm going to do it on purpose. I'm going to purposely not text you back. As soon as you say that you're bothered, as soon as he gets you to the point where you're cussing him out and doing all this, guess what? He's going to say, say less. I'm going to do it more. It's fun for me because I like seeing you riled up. Because listen, guys, okay, I want to say guys are stupid. Guys are not stupid. They're smart. They're smart. They don't want to ask for reassurance. They're not vulnerable. They're not going to say, they like, I need some reassurance. I need you to tell me that you like me, okay? I need you to tell me. I need some reassurance. No, 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 no. They're going to purposely do things to get you bothered so they get that reassurance. So that's why when he's going ghost on you, just act like you didn't notice. Like, I, even if you go, you're going crazy, you're going crazy, and you're seeing a snap score go up, and he's ignoring your texts, don't text him. Don't, don't. As I just block them. If they don't respond, they're never gonna have a response for me. Cause there's no way you're gonna play with me like that. Okay. Don't be checking up on them and say, "Who are you with? What were you doing? What were you doing?" Don't be tripping now. If they say they're gonna call you at a certain time and they don't, whatever. They didn't call you. Do something else. Go do some schoolwork. Go get your eyelashes done. Go get a bubble tea. Oh my god, sorry podcast, I just choked because I was ranting, but don't, because they don't know how to ask for reassurance. A lot of men, a lot of men don't know how to ask for reassurance, they'll just do things to get you tripping, and so they know that they have a hold on you, and that, what, as soon as, tell me, I'm telling you guys, as soon as they know they have a hold on you, and they got you, and you're starting to get addicted to them, that's, a, that's when they're going to say, alright, now, I don't got to do too much, I don't got to do too much because I'm done. That's when they start looking at other girls because I'm like, the challenge is done. The challenge is done. I don't got to do this no more. So don't, just don't be perceiving them. If they're tripping out, if they're ghosting you, if they're acting weird, acting dry, don't do it. Don't do it. As soon as you start feeling codependent on him, 
as soon as you start feeling physically sick that he's not texting you back you need to get a hobby you need to go get your lashes done go get your hair done go do something because listen it's not worth it it's not worth it rule number nine and this is a very bimbo move be hot all the time be hot all the time even when you don't be seeing them be hot and there's a couple reasons because what happens is for some reason relationships like girls stop taking care of themselves they stop taking care of themselves and sometimes when you stop taking care of yourself and you do that your confidence gets low and you forget that you have an abundance of men that there's literally like there's there's not a shortage of men y'all there's lots of men be hot all the time be hot when you're with him don't let him forget don't let him forget and don't make him think that you're doing it for yourself let's say he's like oh yeah i love blonde girls but you're a brunette and the next day you come back and you're blind he's gonna be like okay well now i'm gonna control her again be hot all the time but be confident in your hotness because he's gonna again he's gonna try to do things to see he's gonna try to test you don't do it i remember i wore sweatpants for my man and he said i hate sweatpants like why are you wearing them i i threw them all out i threw all my sweatpants out and i only wore dresses and guess what he had a fucking hold on me so do it so be all the time and even when you don't see him because listen y'all you need to remember that you're a hot bitch when you go out and he's gonna notice that i know i know it sounds manipulative but he needs to remember that when you go out, like, you still have options. Like, it's not just him. And I don't know. Being hot all the time and taking care of yourself is really important to me. Because you can never lose yourself in a relationship. That's why people get messed up. You can't lose yourself. You got to continue taking care of yourself no matter what. No matter what. You need to take care of yourself. You are your biggest. You are your biggest asset your biggest asset and you need to be hot you need to even if it's just something small do it do it I don't care if it sounds fake or if it sounds like oh you just care about looks it's not about looks so we're taking wash your face wash your face every day wake up being hot yes being hot is subjective get your lashes done get a new lip gloss okay I'm not that No, it's not even about that. It's about feeling yourself. It's about be feeling yourself. So even when you don't see them, be hot. When you're with them, be hot. Don't lose yourself in the relationship. As soon as relationships are, as soon as girls get in a relationship, they stop posting on Instagram. They stop, they stop getting their hair done. They stop getting shit done. They stop doing stuff. They start feeling low on confidence. And guess what? That girl, that girl, that she once was is losing and the guy starts getting control over her and she starts feeling like damn like i haven't taken care of myself he's my only option no be high all the time because guess what you're gonna be with you forever that man might leave tomorrow that man might leave you tomorrow you don't own him you he's not gonna be there forever he might you know he's not gonna be there forever be hot all the time i don't give a fuck where you're going, I don't give a fuck who you're seeing. You don't know who you're going to see. Be hot. Have that confidence with you all the time. Don't get lost in that relationship. 
don't. I'm going to say it again. Don't. Okay, y'all are going to get mad at me at this. Y'all going to get mad at me for this. Let him mansplain the cars. Let him mansplain the crypto. Let him mansplain the watches to you. I know it's annoying. And y'all are going to be like, what the fuck? Like, nobody's trying to hear that. Especially from a zesty man who's going to act like your little girl. But listen, I'm going to tell you why. And it's going to sound manipulative. It's going to sound manipulative. When he mansplains the cars, <laughs> he's going to he's gonna low-key... He's going to low-key tell you who has the best car and which one of his homeboys have the best car. And you're going to compare his car to all the other cars. And you're going to know for your next man. Same with watches. Because that's what these men do. They love talking about their cars. And then be like, oh, yeah, like, that's a that's a 911 Carrera. and But mine's a turbo. And mine's more expensive. And I'm going to be like, oh, like, yours is more expensive. And he's like, oh, yeah, like, I got the Panamera, but he's got the turbo, like, you know, like, his is, like, his is, like, 50K more than mine. Oh, his is 50K more than What's his name again? What's his name again? Like, I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna write this down. Okay, you got the, okay, you got, you got the AP. You got the AP, but he's got the Richard Milley. Okay, but your homeboy's got the Richard Milley. Okay, I'm gonna write this. I'm gonna write this down. Okay, he's, he's got the Richard. That's the, that's the watch I gotta look out for. I don't want to see the Rolex no more. I want to see the Richard Milley. I want to see the Patek. The Patek. I want to see the AP. Okay, I'm going to write this down. I'm going to know that. I know now. Okay? And he's going to tell you what crypto he's investing in. And what you're going to do is you're going to research the crypto. And you're going to see which crypto is doing good. Because if he's invested in the wrong crypto, you know he he's not about it. He's a 30K millionaire. But if you go in that crypto and he invested in Bitcoin back in 2006... And he he just released it now. You're good. You're good. <laughs> you you're good. But let him tell you that he invested in freaking BB or I don't know something. You're gonna write it down. You're gonna research the cars. You're gonna research the cars. You're gonna research the watches. And you're gonna research the crypto. And you're gonna know. You're gonna know because they talk too fucking much. They talk too much. And now. Now, because you have a Rolex, and now my new man has a Richard Milley, and you're driving the Porsche Panamera, while my new man is driving the Porsche Turbo. Okay, you're, so you're driving the Mercedes E-Class, but my man has the S-Class. Okay, that's there's levels to this, and you're going to let him mansplain it to you. You're going to let him mansplain it to you. I'm going to say, okay, 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 okay. I got you. I got you, because my next man's going to do it better. Because that's what I did. That's what I did. My Yeah, that's what I did, y'all. I found out the watches. I found out. I found out. And just let him. Like, honestly, the thing about guys is if you let them talk, if you let them talk, especially about something they like, they're going to think that they like you a lot. For some reason, like, listening to themselves talk, like... It's about, it's about how you make them feel sometimes. So the more you let them talk about that stupid shit, first of all, it exposes them. Because guys, also guys, love telling on themselves. They love telling on themselves. Let them talk and they will love you. They will love you. They'll be like, oh my God, like, oh my God, please. I did not listen at all, but thanks. Thanks. So 
yeah. So that was pretty much the rules for vinification in relationships. And this is going to help you guys not be so stressed out. It's going to help you separate the real from the fake. It's going to help you not get manipulative. And it's going to help you find the best man. And it's going to help you not lose yourself in a relationship. So trust me, I posted this on my freaking TikTok. It actually flopped. I think I'm shadow banned or something, but... Yeah, it flops, but that's the rules. Follow it, write it down, memorize it, and study it, okay? And it's, I'm going to be real with y'all. I hate, lots of people on my live right now are asking for relationship advice. They're asking for relationship advice, but I'm going to I'm gonna tell you guys this. I'm going to tell you guys this, and I'm going to keep it real. If that man is stressing you out, He's stressing you out. He's ignoring you. He can't communicate you with you. He calls you out your name. He cheats on you. He treats you like shit. You're around him. You don't like him that much. You always have to wonder what he's feeling. You always have to step on eggshells. You're not comfortable asking for you. Like, that's not that's not your soulmate. That's not your soulmate, y'all. I promise you. It's not your soulmate. You keep trying to hold... The only reason you love them so much is because you have an idea in your head about your desires. You you know your desires in your head. And you keep trying to convince your, convincing yourself that they have this desire. Like, for example, they'll do something small. They'll do something small for you. And you'll be like, oh, like, you'll take that little evidence. You let them take that little evidence. And you'll say, yeah, but, like, that proves that, like, he's with me and he's going to do it again. That's not your soulmate. You just have an illusion. You have these desires. For him but it's not him you have this illusion and you need to let it go and it's not fair for you to constantly force them to be someone they're not you can't you can't do it you have to you have to stop you have to let go of this illusion if he's stressing you out he's he's comparing he's making you compete with other girls all the time you don't feel good you're not happy he doesn't do it that's not your soulmate Stop trying to convince yourself he's a good person. Would a good person be treating you like shit? Would they be treating you like shit all the time? Would they be making you compete with other girls? Think about your best friend. And a lot of girls say, oh, like, he's my best friend. Like, he's my best friend, though. Like, we've been through so much. And, like, you know what? He does all that shit to me. But we we laugh. And we, we watch. We have so many common things. Think about your own best friend in your life. If you have your own best friend in your life. Imagine your own best friend cussing you out, calling you out your name, always doing all this. It's a bread coming. It's bread coming. He adds a little bit. He adds a little bit sometimes because he guys are again, guys aren't going to just treat you like shit until you leave, because if they could treat you like shit all the time, they know you're going to leave. So they're going to say, OK, here, here's a little bit. Here's a little bit. Here's a little compliment here. Here's a little compliment. OK, here's one nice gesture. One nice gesture. Because as soon as they feel like you're going to walk away, as soon as they feel like you're going to walk away, that's when they start saying, oh, like, but I'm going to post you. But, like, you know, you do that. But listen, when a guy knows you're not leaving, when a guy knows you, he has you, that's when he starts doing the, that's when he starts going crazy. When he knows you're not going to leave, you're not going to walk away. Because, listen, listen, you could cuss him out all you want. You could break the windows to his car. You could say, fuck you and your mama. Fuck you and your mama. Guess what? You're still not leaving. It doesn't matter what paragraphs you send. It does not matter. You're still not leaving. 
So what does it matter? You could do all that. You could tell him you hate him. You still didn't go. You still didn't block him. So of course you can say, okay, like she's going to bug out, but she's always going to come back. She's always going to come back. Guess what? No, that man is not your soulmate. If he's putting you through this, it's not your soulmate. There's no such thing as twin flames. So don't try to tell me, oh, but like our sex life is so good. Guess what, y'all? They don't give you any other affection. They don't, they don't compliment you. They don't treat you nice. The one time you get that affection and validation is through sex. And it feels so good. It's like, yes, it feels so good. Because guess what? It's the only time they gave you fucking affection. It's the only time you felt loved by them. The sex isn't that great, y'all. It's because it's the only time you have validation by them. Okay? It's just, that's not man. It's not your soulmate. Stop. You guys have a trauma bond. It's a trauma bond and it hurts, but you need to, one day. And I'm not going to say it's easy to, it's not going to say it's easy to leave. It's not. I've been in a situation where I have been with a man for months and I hated him. I hate, I did not like the relationship. I hated being with him, but I stayed because I was like, oh, but like, he's my best friend. He's my best friend. He's my soulmate. We're supposed to do so much together. Like three months ago, he treated me so nice. But you literally wake up one day, you literally wake up one day, you literally wake up one day, and guess what? Wait, like, okay, like, I'm done. I'm, I can't do this anymore. And everyone, everyone's going to say, you're so dumb. You're so dumb. Why do you keep staying? Why do you, why do you keep staying? You're stupid. You're stupid. He treated you like shit, like you're dumb. Guess what? When you're in those relationships, you don't give a fuck. You think they don't understand what we have. They don't understand the connection me, we have. But you're going to realize you're going to get tired of being treated like shit all the time. You have to. But listen, nobody, nobody could tell you when to walk away. When you are ready to walk away, you will walk away. And in your mind, you know you want to walk away because you'll have it. You'll say, you know what? I know I'm done. I need the courage and I need patience. So you need to tell your friends and family, listen, I know it's annoying. I know it's annoying that I keep going back. But please, like, I want to be able to leave this situation and say I did everything I possibly could. Okay? I did everything I possibly could. I tried to talk it out with them. I tried to change my ways. I did everything to do it. And now I can leave with no regrets because I know I did my part and I can leave. If it hurts that you love a person so much, you love a person so much, but you have to realize you don't deserve it. You don't deserve it. It's a trauma bond. And guess what? It's it's actually like, like psychological. When you are in those relationships, you have an addiction to them. And the only way it could, you literally have to go through a drug withdrawal because your mind makes it it's it's the same chemicals of when you're on drugs when you're on drugs you literally need to block them and find a way that you can't get their number again block them and let yourself feel the pain oh my god i remember when i left my my trauma bond relationship my narcissist relationship we went through so much shit together when i left i i knew i had to leave but like when i actually had to leave oh my god guys i literally felt like rue and euphoria when she was off the drugs oh my god I was in so much pain. I was in so much pain. I was I was thinking of like 
what I could have done, what could have changed for days. I was like, no, no. But then I surrounded myself with people that loved me. I I stopped trying to think about them too much. I let myself process the emotions. I said, I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this. And guess what? Over time, I start I started researching trauma bonds. I was researching trauma bonds. I started researching narcissistic personality disorder. And I realized like there's nothing I could have done. There's nothing I could have done in this relationship because these types of people have a void within them. They have a void within them. And they always are going to find another person to try to fill that void. But it will never work. They they get material things, they get ten thousand other women. But they will never be able to fill that void because they have some, they have something empty in them. They have something empty in them that you would you are never going to be able to fulfill. The next girl is never going to be able to fulfill. The only person that's going to be able to fulfill this void they have within themselves is themselves. They have to do serious like years of work to get rid of this void for them to stop treating the people they love like this. Because guess what? It's going to be the people they love the most and the people closest to them the people they the closest to them that they're going to treat the worst they're going to get the worst of it it's going to be the people that they that knows the real them that knows them beyond the void because they have a they have a mask that they show the world and as soon as you get too close and you know the real them oh my god they're going to hate you they're going to punish you how dare you get close to me how dare you know the real me now i got to discard you and find someone else who doesn't know the real me and trick her and love bomb her and but guess what they can't hide it they can't hide this mask forever it's always going to come off okay but listen it takes work it takes work it takes time but you it has to be done it has to be done and when you get out of it you realize you realize the shit they put you through and you say i didn't deserve that i'm a bomb ass bitch I'm I'm amazing like I didn't deserve that but it's not my fault and it has nothing to do with me cuz they did it to all the people in front of them no matter what they tell you they're going to do it to the people after you they did it to the people before you so don't let them tell you that it's just you cuz it's not so guys like I'm just going to give my personal experience I really thought like this is my man so when I was 17 I met a guy who was 15 years older than me and I always thought that, like, he knew what was best for me because he was so much older than me. And he always he always said it, right? So he was older than me. And we got into the relationship. And, you know, I was 17. We broke up when I was 19. Like, these are, like, prime years. And so he, you know, he had more money than me, or I thought he did. You know, daddy issues. I don't have daddy issues, y'all. I, my dad is very present in my life, but... I I loved this man, but I was in, I was in it. I was in the relationship and my body, my body started deteriorating, literally deteriorating. I I got stress hives all over my body. I got acne all of a sudden. I got bald spots. I developed a heart condition. I lost 20 pounds. I lost 20 pounds, but for some reason, I just wouldn't leave. I was like, no, like he know, he said, you don't get it. He's like, this is what love is. And he's like, he's like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be doing this to you if I didn't care about you. I wouldn't be, 
I didn't, I wouldn't cuss you out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be hitting you if I didn't love you. It's because I care about you. And you, you just don't get it. You don't get the relationships. You don't get it. And so I was like, maybe I don't. Maybe I don't get the relationships. And he's like, no, like you're older. Like everybody cheats. Like that's just how grown relationships are. And you're, you're young. You're 18. Like I'm 33. Like you don't get it. And so I was like, no, like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, like, you're right. I was like, you're right. And people kept telling me like, no, like, that's not normal. And like, my relationships in my life, like my parents and stuff, like, they aren't like that. But listen, listen, he, he convinced me and I stayed for from when I was 17 from when I was 19. And he put me through all of that. He put me through the shit. But he had a whole woman at home. He had a whole woman at home. He was living with her. And he still did all that shit to me. He made me feel so bad for it. He treated me like shit. But I still, I was in love with her. I did not give a fuck. But now that I realize it, it wasn't love. It was addiction. I was addicted. But yeah, like, again, fucked up shit happened. I could go on and on and on. I am I don't know who's listening right now, but I'm going to keep it vulnerable with you guys again. I'm going to keep it vulnerable with you guys again just to show you guys the fucked up shit I went through at a young age. So if anyone's my age or dealing with a situation, I would. I'm going to keep it vulnerable. At one point, I had something in my stomach, trigger warning to people probably was my stomach and because of the stress he put me through I lost it I didn't do it on my own accord I lost it because of the stress he put me through but guess what and then he said no like that's your fault like you lost my child you lost my child that's what he said he didn't he didn't say oh like I feel bad for you he said you lost my child that's your fault okay okay so I had to go through all this. I had to do that. And like, I couldn't even tell anybody what was going on. I couldn't even tell anybody. Because like, he felt like he made me feel bad for telling people of what was going on. So I just wouldn't tell, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't tell people. It made me feel bad. At one point, I literally, I literally checked in. I literally checked into a hotel and I was like, I'ma just, I'ma just, I'm done. Like, I'm done with this. Like, I'm done. But then, like, I don't know. Like, I checked into the hotel. And I was just, like, sitting there. I turned off my phone for literally, like, 24 hours. And I was just, like, I don't know. When it happens, you're like, okay, like, I got to stay strong. Like, there's a reason why I'm here. There's a reason I have to I have to stay strong. I have to I have to live because I have to tell people about this. I have to tell people my story. I have to tell people my story. Like I know in the future I'm going to have kids. I'm going to have a husband. Like I have something to live for. I can't do this. I can't let him be so have so much power over me. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. 
I'm going to live. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get my life back. I'm going to get my friends back. I'm going to get my health back. And I'm going to do it. You should look it. But that's why it's so important to know the rules. And I joke about it a lot, but it's important to know the rules. It's important to know the trauma bond. The trauma bond. It's important to know how to get out of the situation, how to find your confidence again. Because I felt so ugly. I was like, I'm not cute. I could not have Instagram. I wasn't allowed to follow anything. And I was young. I was young. But I didn't get it. But now that I'm out of it, I get it. And it's funny. But yeah, it's like they always he always felt like it was my fault. It was my fault that he cheated. It was my fault that he cussed me out. But listen, y'all, once you get out of it, once you get out of it, it's so free. My hair is back. My skin is glowing. I'm doing great. And I'm so, at the time when I first left, I was like, oh my God. Like, I feel like dying. Oh my God. Like, what am I going to do without him? Like, he he was so much older than me. He was so much wiser. He was wiser than me. Like, what? What? And then I got out and I was like, wait, if he's so wise, why is he 34 dating a 17-year-old? If he's so wise, how come he doesn't have his own house? If he's so wise, how come he gets his card repoed? If he's so wise, how come he wears fake jewelry? If he's so wise, how come he's never dated someone over the age of 25? Okay. Okay. So then I was like, all right. Like, you know what? Maybe he's not as wise as I thought it was. And I realized... I just, I realized my self-worth. I started making TikTok. I got on Instagram again. I started researching and now I'm glowing. I'm glowing, y'all. So that's why it's important. But yeah, I got my life back and now I know what to see. And that's why I be telling you guys this. So this is my story, y'all. It got real deep. It literally got so deep, so fast. I wanted to tell you guys, I wanted to be vulnerable with you guys because I went through this at such a young age. Like I shouldn't be going through, I had such a happy childhood. I went through such a happy childhood. I didn't deserve to go through that at a young age. I'm 19 years old. I didn't deserve it. But now I know now I know the signs because I didn't believe in grooming. I didn't say, oh, like he's 34. Like he, he could take care of me. No, no, I didn't deserve it. I deserve better. Like I'm a baby. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on with life. Like I didn't deserve that shit. And you guys don't deserve that shit. And nobody deserved that shit. So yeah, that is my story, y'all. It's kind of brief, but yeah. All right, guys, I am done my podcast. I talked about, it got really deep, y'all, for a second, but it's going to go back up. It's going to go back up. Um, I talked about the lemonade, pink lemonade bandits. I talked about the 30K millionaires. I talked about the rules for vacation of 2022. And I told my own story about my narcissistic abusive relationship, how to get out of that, how that man isn't your soulmate, how to recover 
And I was a little vulnerable today. I decided to share my own experience because I feel like it's important, especially for young girls. But listen, these videos, these podcasts are important to listen, not just for humor, but for life lessons, okay? But I got you guys. I know it took a while to make this episode, but I'm going to make another episode very soon. I'm literally going to make multiple days in a row so I could just release it every week. And thank you guys so much for listening. This was episode three of the Bimbo Manifesto. And stay hot all the time. I'll see y'all next week. Bye.